is going on, everybody? This is Party Card Sports. After a short hiatus, we are back again with my co-host, Nate. Your boys are back at it again. Missed on Friday because your boy really wasn't feeling it. Kind of missed last weekend because, once again, your boy really wasn't feeling it. Yes, we were at uh, GBO, uh, a disc golf tur- a big disc golf tournament, and we were tired. Pretty exhausted. But we're back. We've got news. We're after the draft. You know, some teams did pretty good. Some teams did, you know, kind of, you know, mediocre. You know, basically, you have your views and your opinions, but ours are the only ones that matter. Exactly. Exactly. You know, surprisingly, but still not surprisingly, Bryce Young goes number one overall. I think that's dumb. That's stupid. Uh, the Panthers really shit the bed on that. I don't care what you scored on an aptitude test. I watched... Film. Cognitive test. Whatever. I've watched film... Bryce Young is not as good as C.J. Stroud. I don't care if he's stupid. <laughs> the only thing that I think about the whole cognitive test and C.J. Stroud is, obviously the guy can play football. I mean, his stats don't lie. He can play ball. He can throw the ball. He makes decent decisions on the field. He doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Where I think it could come into play, especially in the NFL, is the terminology and the retention early on yeah, but it's in not his like, starting career. It's not like we're talking about Jamarcus Russell. Hey, Jamarcus Russell, he was the next great he was supposed to be the next greatest thing to slice bread but he in the NFL. Couldn't read. I I would not confirm nor deny that statement. But no, we're not t- It's like, yeah, sure, that could be the worst of the worst that could happen, but that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about a guy that made it through freaking 3 or 4 years of college and is fine. 3 years. And they took one little aptitude test and all of a sudden yeah, not no, 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 not number one quarterback. No, no stats. Nothing matters. So stupid. As much as I think everyone really wanted to say CJ Stroud was going to go number one, I think everybody knew Bryce Young was going to go one. You I know, mean, wh- whether we agree or disagree with it, which I clearly disagree with it because I don't like. I said I think Bryce Young is going to be a bust. I think CJ Stroud is going to be a better day one starter than Bryce Young, and I think he's going to have a better career in the NFL. But Bryce, to Bryce, Bryce Young. Young's set up to win right now. With the Panthers, oh yeah, the Panthers have made several moves to yeah. to position Bryce Young to they have are, a very successful beginning of his career. Uh, in the first two or three years, if they don't win a Super Bowl, then they should just give burn the whole place down. Burn it all down, restart. Because yeah, CJ Stroud, he's got he's got his work cut out for him in, in, they even in got, Houston. They even got a uh, top tier wide receiver in the draft. I'm pretty sure they got Bryce Young, and then also at the same time. Why am I blanking on who they got here? Who they get? I don't know. <laughs> well, don't say something if you don't fucking know. The computer froze up. That's the worst. It is. It is. But not only did the Texans get their second overall pick in CJ Stroud, then they traded the third overall pick with the Cardinals and got Will Anderson. So they got. In my opinion, the best two overall players back to back in the draft. Oh, for sure. Uh, Carolina picked uh, Jonathan Mingo in the second round, which Mingo is literally the only wide receiver in this entire grouping that had the stature of like a number one wide receiver. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like 6'3, you know, the 180, 190 pound type guy. Ah. Big, big body. Big, big body. And so. And then you add that on to the fact that he, they also have Adam Thielen. They yep. got running backs. They got an O line. They got a defense. They are set, they up, are to set up to win. If if Frank can get that team 
Right. And that's why they'll lose. Because they got Frank. Yeah. I mean, he did okay with the Colts, and then oh, as, as soon as it started kind of spiraling and personnel-wise, yeah, then he struggled. But when he had the personnel, absolutely, I think the team did well. Frank did okay. But if to fit his the way he wants to coach, the way he wants to play the game, he has to have the right personnel. And honestly, I don't think Bryce Young fits his personnel. No. Uh, Frank, in my mind, any time I've ever seen coach has a pocket quarterback. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. A, a guy, I mean, a guy like Bryce, love. yeah, a guy like Bryce Young, yeah, he can throw from the pocket, but he's gonna do most of his damage, kind of, either on you know seven, Mobile. seven to ten dro- drops, or getting outside the pocket. Outside the pocket. Yep. So that's not. I don't know. We can talk and talk and talk for days about how Carolina shit is gonna bed. be good or shit the bed, but let's move it on. So uh, the Texans got C.J. Stroud, number two, and then traded with the Cardinals at the number three overall pick, got Will Anderson. I would, I, I would agree, or I would say that those are the two best players, and they got them at two and three. The Colts, they get, hopefully, their future franchise quarterback at four, Anthony Richardson. The new future of the Indianapolis Colts. I, I hope so. A lot of the reports coming out currently from the court. Colts organization is that he's going to actually sit this year behind Gardner Minshew and not be the day one starter as of now. How now, can you pick? That's what I'm saying. How do you pick at number four? The and, draft capital and not is start four him. and you don't start him over a guy that you picked up for like $8 million. I think Anthony Richardson's going to start. If he can grasp the concepts and the terminology, he's going to start day one. I don't and care I like what these reports. I don't, I don't care what the reports say. But it doesn't matter. Draft capital is what freaking makes lineups. If you get picked in the first round, you are now a starter. Patrick Mahomes didn't start. He wasn't picked in the first round. He was. I don't remember that. They traded up and got him uh, in the first round. Well, they, they had to trade up. Garbage. <laughs> uh, you know, Will Levis drops all the way out of the first round. Honestly, I thoroughly About enjoyed damn that. time. I enjoyed watching him drop all the way out of the first round. Because he really, I mean, I would say this also about Anthony Richardson, not first-round talent. No. I mean, they have first-round attributes, don't get me wrong. They both have elite arm strength, and that's about it. But their ability to control the ball and not turn it over, very subpar. Will Levis is hot garbage. Hot garbage. And the fact that he dropped, he should have dropped further. He should have been like the fifth or sixth round. I think, t- I, think, I think Tennessee got a steal with him still being there. As well as they still needed a quarterback because obviously Malik Willis has not panned out the way they thought he would. They're really trying to move away from Tannehill because Tannehill is getting older. They need, they really want a Super Bowl quarterback. I don't think it's Will Levis. I don't think it's Malik Hooker. It's obviously not Tannehill. They better just start uh, trying to lose and get Caleb Williams. Oh, next year? Yeah. Can you see, did you see that they're saying that Caleb Williams is like the next greatest quarterback to come out since Patrick Mahomes? Listen, he's good. He ain't that good. Let's be honest here. He's good. I didn't think. I still don't think Patrick Mahomes was that good coming out of college. Coming out of college, no. He's a gunslinger. Yeah, he just throws the rock. And he got coaching from Andy Reid and Alex Smith, and then bam, yeah. All of a sudden, he's pretty. He decent. spent two, two or three years on the bench. Yeah, he's, it's two years at least. No, he didn't start year one. I know that 100%. He, his he first all year one. Later on in his no. first season, yeah, he became a starter. No, he never played year one. 
I know that for a fact. I believe you're wrong. Uh, you can look it up all you want to. He didn't play year one. He was behind Alex Smith. I mean, he started the season behind Alex Smith, yeah, for well, sure. He, he finished the season behind Alex Smith. He sat on the bench for like two years. He definitely did not Alex sit Smith. on the bench for two years. You can look it all the way. Either way. So, then, the quarterback that I really, I really thought the Raiders were positioning themselves to get Hinton Hooker. Instead, Hinton Hooker goes to the Lions in the early third round. Which, by the Lions. absolutely, he's going to sit at least this whole year behind Goff. The only thing I don't understand is, is the Lions just made a new contract extension with Goff. And so now Goff is set for like another two or three years. I'm like, why did you pick Hinton Hooker if you're just going to extend Goff for the next two or three years? It makes no sense. I think, I think it's a great idea. Because, obviously, I think golf's going to play all this year. They're going to let Hinton Hooker heal up, you know, go through training protocols and learn all the terminology this year. Next year, him and golf can kind of battle that out in training camp. Who's going to be the starter? If Hinton, if Hinton Hooker's not ready, you still got golf. If Hinton Hooker beats golf, you still have golf as an extremely good mentor for Hinton Hooker in his second year. You still have a very solid backup that you're paying a shit ton of money to. Here's the thing. They are nothing alike each other at all. Goff is nothing like Hinton Hooker. How do you teach someone something that you don't even know? At this point in the game, they know everything they need to know. They have all the attributes they need to know. It's the being in the moment in the NFL. It's how how much faster the game actually happens between college and the NFL. That's where Goff can help him out and like, hey, you know, we're going to see more rolling coverage from cover two to cover three or from cover three to cover two. They're going to show man, but back out. You know, he's going to pick up on those tendencies, especially when you're playing against, you know, you're playing six games against the three same teams out of a 17-game schedule. He's he's going to learn that, and he has to learn that, especially if you're going to win your division. You have to win most of those six games. I would have rather him sat behind Dak for a couple of years. Yeah, well, like, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> you know, Dak and him share a lot of tendencies, but whatever. Hinton Hooker was a good pickup for them. I think that's a fu- that's their future, unless something drastically goes bad this year. With a uh, golfer. No, I think Hinton Hooker is their future after golf. Oh yeah. I just think unless something dramatically goes bad this year, where then they get a top five pick and they be able to pick up Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is going to be the number one pick next year, unless unless all the heavens fall to the earth and he's not good for some reason in his last year. I think I think he's going to be okay, but yeah, I agree. He's going to be the number one overall pick, most yeah. likely. We were, we're too early to guess, but going to guess he's number one pick. I'm putting 100 bucks down right now. He goes number one overall. For sure. Uh, other than that, another quarterback that got drafted... Early or mid-fourth, I think it was mid-fourth, Adrian O'Connell out of Purdue gets drafted to the Raiders to sit behind Jimmy G. This is where I... Finally some respect. Finally some respect. For who? McConnell. Oh, yeah. Out of Purdue. O'Connell. Whatever. The guy is good. He's solid, yeah. He played good all year. Absolutely. And I feel like he played better than... He definitely played better than Will Levis. I know he played better than Richardson. Just not as physically gifted as Richardson, of course. Yeah. Uh, didn't play better than the other two guys, but definitely the definitely Levis and Richardson in my mind, and he had no respect the entire time. I would agree with that, but it's also 
you know, he didn't play the same competition that those guys played. SEC? Purdue? That's the SEC, ain't it? I don't think so, Tim. I'm pretty I'm not 100% sure. sure, but, I mean, he had great numbers, but he didn't put up a lot of wins. He, didn't, he lost he, like three games. He didn't turn the ball over, which I like. He had a lot of passing touchdowns, which is great. He had a lot of passing yards, which is great. But out of how many times, I mean, he had one oh, really good year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Big Ten, I mean, they're no slouch, but they're not the SEC. Where well, no one can be the SEC besides the SEC unless you want to join the SEC. Because, I mean, Ohio State is Big Ten. And perfect. Oh, that was the best conference this year. Ohio State, Michigan, easily. No. No. I mean, I hate to say it because I hate the SEC, but the SEC, when it comes to football, they they fucking rule football. Yeah, unless you want to play a Big 12 team. And then they just beat the shit out of Big 12 teams. Nah, they get outscored by Big 12 teams. Let's go. But other than that, you know, I, I think Aiden O'Connell, he, he's going to be the starter. He's the future franchise quarterback for the Raiders. I think Jimmy G plays this year. I think he starts, and I think we see the same thing happening in Las Vegas that we're going to see happening in Detroit with, with the Lions and Goff and Hooker, and then the same thing with the Raiders and O'Connell and Jimmy G. We're going to see that same transition, I think, between quarterbacks Jimmy's at the same time. Jimmy's going out faster. Jimmy's going out faster. They're gonna, I think they're going at the same time. Uh, J- no, I, I, I will hand over fist. Goff is way better of a quarterback than Jimmy G. Jimmy G is this is last year as a starter. Maybe he won't even start the whole year. I'm calling it right now. Jimmy G is going to start the whole Jimmy year. Jimmy G is not good. He went he to never Super Bowl. Has been. He went to Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. He went to the Super Bowl with the greatest defense in the last decade. And would have won the Super Bowl and if his off- loss. He would have won because the Super Bowl. He couldn't rush the ball. Uh, his team oh, couldn't yeah. rush the ball. Yeah, he couldn't rush the ball. All he had to do was get a first down. He couldn't even do that. No, it's not his fucking job. Shanahan Jared should- Goff won a Super Bowl. Yeah, after fucking Carson Wentz <laughs> got him all the way there. Oh, so- Stop. And then all of a sudden, Goff was like, ah, oh, no, that's Foles. Sorry, that's Foles. Nick Foley's. Yeah, Goff won a Super Bowl in L.A. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> and that was one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever fucking watched. That wasn't even the one that won. Either way, it was one of the worst Super Bowls I ever fucking watched. It was awful. So out of the first round, what do you think was the biggest surprise? To you. Well... The Cowboys sucked. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. We surprise. stayed up all night to watch to the watch Cowboys. Some garbage. To I watch got, them pick a defense. I got to attack. watch one pick and then I, I got to watch uh, one I pick. Went, I waited up all night just to watch this, and they picked. They go, "That is the dumbest thing we could have done." And then went to sleep. But the biggest surprise was the number eight pick, the stupidest morons ever. The GMs, the head office, the recruiting office, everything in this. Team organization is just trash garbage, and that's Atlanta f- picking Bijan Robinson. Is Bijan Robinson worth an eighth an eighth overall pick? Absolutely. Why would Atlanta, with Tyler Algier and the number one rushing attack already, pick a running back? It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I would say that's a surprise, but I'm not gonna I'm gonna argue against you that it's still a good pick. It's a fantastic pick. Oh, it's great for, like, fantasy. If you, Oh, yeah, now I'm picking – I'm trying to pick Bajin Robinson way quick because they already have the number one rushing attack, and now you're giving me probably 
the best running back coming out of college in decades? Oh, yeah, I'll take him too. But for personnel, stupid. Makes you think that maybe they're going to try to move somebody? I, I, they would almost have to. I don't know. I have no idea. Like, I mean, I know Tyler Algier is like a third or fourth round pick, but the dude set the rookie rushing record for Atlanta. And then they're like, yeah, you're not good enough. Well, they also didn't have a lot of weapons in the first place. You know, basically their game was the run game. I mean, the passing game was pretty much this, inexistent. This is what annoys me. Well, the passing game is non-existent because they won't target their best freaking receiver because they picked Kyle Pitts like three years ago or whatever it is, and they won't throw him the damn ball or target him at all. Well, now they're going to have Desmond Ritter. So now they're going to have to they're target. They're going to suck. They're going to have to target the checkdowns, which by John Robbins is going to be a great checkdown, man. I'm going to say this, and I hope no Atlanta fan takes too much offense to this. But they're going to take gonna offense. fucking suck well, ass. They sucked last year, so I don't think any Atlanta fans going to really just be worse. too pissed off about that. I would rather have Marcus Mariota playing again. Ew. I'd, I'd, I'd rather see what Desmond Ritter, Ritter has. Sucks. I'd rather I'd rather see Ritter than Mariota again. They're so bad. Mark my words right now. I mean, Ritter I'm not going to argue that I think Ritter's going to struggle, but we already know that Mariota doesn't have it. Mariota never had it, though. He didn't have one exactly, in Tennessee. Exactly. He, he doesn't have it. So why the fuck would I want to see him again? I'd rather see what I have now. I think he'd be better than Ritter. I think Ritter's going to be bad. It doesn't matter if he's going to be better. You already know that he's not the guy. I just in the house and if, every time. If you're not there to win chips and you can't win chips, why the, chips. why the fuck am I going to start you again? At least with Ritter, it's still something new. He's going to make a splash. People are going to be excited. With Mariota, people aren't going to be excited. Here, We already fucking know he can't win a ship. By a splash, do you mean like a drop? In hey, you know, <laughs> you know, Draft Day is a good movie. And in that movie, the owner, the supposed owner at that time, I think the movie is Cleveland, he tells the GM, make a splash. He makes a splash. That, and it doesn't have to be good. Movie, first of all, that movie is fiction. Yeah, but it still, it still plays right here. You're telling me you would rather have the same Joe Schmo that you already know can't get you to a ship I would than start have, somebody new. I would rather have Cooper Rush leading my team than either of those. Cooper Rush players. is no better than Desmond Ritter. He's way better. Than How do we fucking know? We haven't watched Ritter fucking because, play. Uh, Cooper Rush is De- three and one, and Desmond Ritter is like two zero oh and two. Desmond Ritter hasn't really yes, even did. played. He, played, he played, started like two or three games last year. Two games. He's gonna be the day one starter. Finally getting all his reps. What, what's the interception record for a quarterback? Uh, For what? Like Single year? Yeah, single year. I asked Peyton Manning. He's, he holds that. Well, it's a lot. Desmond Ritter's about to hold that unless they bench him pretty early. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> He's going to be throwing a lot of short passes. I guarantee you that. So my, my biggest surprise out of the first round was Jackson Smith Najigba dropping all the way to 20. That was surprising. Uh, I, you know, the Patriots drafted above twenty. I don't remember their exact pick. I thought they could have taken them because their wide receiving core very. You know, I mean, it's okay, but Jackson Ajigba could have definitely helped whoever they're going to have at quarterback. Seattle literally gave themselves a uh, what's the word like a, a safety blanket because they're like, okay, we still have a fantastic wide receiving core. But at some point in time, 
Lockett is not going to be a top 10 wide receiver anymore. Yeah, Lockett's getting old. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, they're like, DK is still going to be here for a long time. We got DK. We're just kind of like hedging our bets until Lockett goes, I'm done. <laughs> and I think this is also to help out Gino. To give him another weapon that can get open to where he just doesn't have Lockett and Metcalf. He's got another weapon that can get open. And it's hard to go guard three guys when you're in the secondary. What, Gino is was a one-year guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I would not disagree with you. But now that you give him another weapon that can get open, it's going to give him more options. When you give a quarterback options, especially when they're solid, when you already have two established solid wide receivers like Tyler Lockett and Metcalf, Metcalf that can stretch the field, Lockett who runs great routes, can get open, can catch the ball. The Jigba can get open. I agree. It's just weird that we saw so many picks go to teams that already had things in that position. So, like earlier, when I'm talking about Atlanta, Atlanta already had a running back. They picked a running back. Seattle already has wide receivers. They picked wide receiver. You, you see that all over the place. But I, th- I think at 20, the Jigba was definitely the best player at that time available. Oh, yeah, he's the best available for like anything after like pick ten. But like you, I'm, I'm just saying you saw a lot of like teams picking best player available, and not a lot of like they wanted to cover areas. Now, in my opinion, I mean, are you talking about like in general or just the first round? Just the first round. But we stayed up and watched the the disappointment that we stayed <laughs> up and watched. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't like the like, like for example, like the the Lions needed a linebacker, but they reached super hard for a guy that was going to go in the second round in Jake uh, Campbell. Jake Campbell, great player, was going to go in the second round. They they picked him in the first. That was the only time I ever saw a team in the first round pick a player that they needed and super reach. Everybody else picked best available, in my opinion. I would not disagree with that entirely. So Unless you're talking about the Cowboys. Great. And then they picked uh, not the best available, and they they picked for positioning, and they didn't pick the best for the positioning either. So, yeah, that's great. Great segue into our next topic. Colts draft. You as a fan recap the The Cowboys. The Cowboys draft. Oh, Cowboys draft. I said Colts. I've been drinking. Full recap. It doesn't even have to be a full Halfway recap. Halfway decent first round. I'm not going to say I'm mad. We needed a run stopper. Mozzie Smith is that guy. Good. Good to go. The most abysmal pick and I've ever seen in my entire life, I don't care if he's good, don't, don't at me, is Shoemaker out of Michigan in the second round. We don't need a tight end. And we picked the fourth best tight end in this entire draft. And we had a chance to pick the two best Tight ends twice. So stupid. I don't understand it. Whatever. Move on. Third third round draft pick overshot. Great. Guys guy is gonna be great working with uh, Parsons and Dan Quinn. I like that pick. Let's skip fourth, fifth, sixth, go straight to the seventh. Deuce Vaughn is my most excited pick out of this entire oh, thing. Yeah. And that's because the dude, yeah, he's four foot four. I don't <laughs> care. The dude is electric. He's Darren Sproles 2.0. He can make a lot of things happen. And that that's my recap. Like, they had a average at best draft. 
So on a grade scale, A plus to F. Where would you, as a fan, I'm going to give them a 71%. So C C minus. Like a solid C minus or like you barely creeped into the... 71%. (laughs) So you barely creeped into the C minus. You're about to get a 69 and get a D if you didn't pick this one. (laughs) So as a Colts fan, I thought it was a really solid draft as a Colts fan. Obviously, got hopefully the future franchise quarterback, Anthony Richardson, number four overall. Time is going to tell on that one. I think any time you take a quarterback in the first few picks that is supposed to be your next franchise quarterback, nothing is for sure. Nothing is guaranteed in the NFL. The second round pick, Julius Brents. I don't know too much about him, the cornerback out of Kansas State. Uh, yes, the Colts needed some help in the secondary, need to build, build some depth. Uh from what I can tell and what I've read about Brents is that he's solid, he's got decent speed, but he has trouble sticking to receivers down the field, which, well, you know, the Colts gave up a lot of deep bombs this year. Our safeties are good, but they're not that good. They can't really help in man coverage, and unfortunately, Julius Brents is probably going to be in that spot. Maybe, maybe not. The third round pick, and I'm kind of okay with this pick, is Josh Downs. Wide receiver out of North Carolina. Smaller stature kind of receiver, but he's what the Colts have really been missing at wide receiver. He's that guy that can stretch the field lengthwise and get the corners and safeties on their heels. You want Let to say me something? chime in. This is now the best wide receiver playing for the Indianapolis Colts. Listen, I'm going to be hated for this, but I was an early truther on that UNC offense and team last year and the year before, I hit them up before they got decent. Josh Downs is a fantastic wide receiver. I think this is an A-plus third-round pick by the Indianapolis Colts. This is a great pick. This dude's a monster. And I think he's better than Pittman. I think almost anything's better than Pittman. I think he's overrated. I, I'm a I'm a Pittman truther. I like Pittman, but I think this guy's better. The great thing about him is that he's going to stretch the field for Pittman to get open. That's what's going to be awesome. Now, my favorite. So you pick, might actually what like Pittman? No, get right. You might actually get receiving yards this what, year. Exactly. What What I like is that we finally got the receiver that the Colts have been missing for a while. Someone that can stretch the. I field. like the pick. I like I think it. It's yeah, a great pick. I, I think it's a solid pick. My favorite pick that they got in the fourth round was Blake Freeland, the tackle out of BYU, the seventh highest grade for blocking in all of college all last year for tackles. And somehow dropped to the fourth. All the way to the fourth, which our tackles now. Do you know how, Colts, many, do you know how many linemen dropped out of the first and second round that were really, really good? Yeah. I was expecting to see a lot more offensive linemen go in the first first and second round. Yeah, but, but no. But like I, Freeland. I like Freeland. And he's going to help because he can play left and right tackle, which we struggle at. Mostly left tackle we struggle with. I think he's going to start day one. Outside of that, the worst pick that we got, fucking blows my mind, is our fifth-round pick running back, Evan Hall. That was my least favorite pick. I mean, we went a lot of DB and a a couple different O-linemen, you know, in the later rounds. In the fifth round, we get a running back. We can get running backs in free agency. I, I don't like this pick. I, it's kind of a wasted pick. I don't think he makes the roster. 
I think I think we could have went another. Uh, I think you should have went defense. There. I think I think we should get we could have went another offensive lineman. We could have went another wide receiver and built more depth there. Heck, we could have built more depth at tight end. Uh yeah. I I don't like the running back pick. I think that to me that was my least favorite pick. And as a Colts fan, I would rate. I'm being harsh because I am a Colts fan. A lot of analysts. If have, you give yourself a worse grade than the Cowboys, you're wrong. I'm not giving himself a worse grade than Cowboys. A lot of analysts had the Colts at an A. I gave them a B plus. Yeah, okay. almost All an right. A minus. Right, let's say yeah. Because and most of it was because of that fifth round pick. I think that fifth round pick was absolutely atrocious. I don't like Julius Brents in the second round. I I feel like we could have got something else better in the in the second round. But you know, getting free Freeland when we did in the fourth downs in the third where we got him. You know, if Brent plays his ass off and sees a lot of the field and makes plays, you know, it'll be it'll be a really solid second round pick. But until that, I'm gonna say that this was a B plus draft for the Colts. Uh you're being a you're being a little harsh, but I would agree. I think the Colts had a great draft, in my opinion. I mean, they got the quarterback they wanted. They got the smart quarterback. Thank goodness they didn't go get Will Levis because he's a garbage. Oh, player. dude, yeah. You know, uh, I was planning on throwing my phone across the yard if they would have drafted Will Levis. I wanted to throw my phone across the yard it, we were instead t- of, uh, I can't remember who was on the board still, that I was like, yes, we got a chance to pick him, pick him. And then we got Mozzie Smith. I'm like, oh, we were already inside. I know, but I still wanted to throw it across the yard. That would have been hard to explain to the Airbnb, like, oh, yeah, that, that uh, iPhone-sized hole in your wall? Yeah, don't worry about that. It just it. Just I put it, it on the bill. Cowboys can't stop the run. You can get a defensive tackle literally at any point in time. It's a fat boy playing those, and no offense to that guy, he's probably way more athletic than I am. But still, you can get that at any time. I think they should have went middle linebacker or edge. I mean, I think they have good edge there rush was now. Wide receivers I wanted so bad. I wide receiver would have been good there too. But really, with Najigba gone and. And and honestly, if you're gonna go, Words. if you're gonna go fucking tight end in the second goddamn round, then pick fucking Meyer. Don't fucking pick Shootemaker in the second round and ruin my goddamn draft. <laughs> well, Mayer was gone by the time you guys picked. No, not in the first round. Dalton Kincaid oh, yeah. was gone. He got yeah, picked right before the first us. round. I was so happy. By the way, I was pumped. Because I told you, and I was telling everybody else, like, if, if the tight ends are going to draft him, they picked Dalton Kincaid. I'm like, let's go. We don't have to pick a tight end. And then they picked Bonzi Smith. And I'm like, let's not go. We should have picked the tight end. <laughs> should have picked Mayer. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, when you say that, but by the time they drafted Schumacher, Mayer was gone. Yeah. Well, it's because they thought they were gonna, he was going to fall to him. And they didn't make any moves to try to shore up the fact that they would get him. Like, he went three or four picks ahead. And then right after... Mayer got picked. That guy from uh, the other tight end got picked right after that too. So we lost out on back to back tight ends. What's his name? Lucas Musgraves from Oregon State, which is a really good player too. Went right back, and I think the Cowboys panicked. And they're like, whoa, 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 "We won a tight end. Oh crap! Oh crap! Oh crap!" And they just picked two Michigan players. Oh, listen, listen. I thought all year long last year Michigan was the best team in. NCAA. But guess what? You don't pick two Michigan players in one two. So stupid. 
So stupid. I do remember listening to your other podcast, and you just really loved Michigan, and just all on those You would think that nuts. these draft picks would make it an A for me, <laughs> because two Michigan players are like, oh, yeah. No. Name the last time two Michigan players were monsters coming right out. Beats me. Yeah. Beats me. But your Colts, I think they did great. Richardson's uh, physical specimen needs rough, though. Needs a lot of work. Yeah, he's raw. Yeah, he's going to need some work. Second round pick. Who's your second round pick again? Second round pick was Julius Brins, cornerback out of Kansas State. That's where I'm like, we could have went. So Kansas State defense is very solid, so I'm going to assume he they know what they're talking about with him. That will, but the the downs pick in, money, in the third money, especially for a new quarterback. I don't think Garderman should get a play, and if he does, it's stupid. It'll it'll be interesting. And to see I, how that I like Garderman. You you've heard me talk about Garderman. I think he should be a starter somewhere. But you don't spend a first round draft to not start a player. You don't spend a number four overall pick and not start. Especially when they were going to trade up to get Will Evans at some point. That that would have ruined my entire fucking world. <laughs> I'd have fucking hated life. All right. Best draft by a team. Go. We talked about this off the mic. Are you going with a different answer than what we talked about? Off mic. No. So we're going to have the same answer. Yeah. I mean, I could pick someone else if you would like me to. But I think we're in agreement on the one team that we think won the draft. Yeah. And that's the Eagles. And that's the Georgia Bulldogs. Who, they did draft <laughs> a lot of Georgia players. <laughs> they did draft a no, lot of I Georgia players. I think the Philadelphia Eagles, first of all, taking the fact that Jalen Carter dropped to the ninth pick. And the Eagles went up and got him. Smart as hell. Yep. Jalen Carter was hands down the best actual football player. Like, obviously, there's quarterbacks. We get that. But Jalen Carter is the best actual football player coming out of this draft. And they went and got him. Cool. Sucks for my Cowboys, but that that's a beast. And then right after that, they picked up Nolan, Nolan Smith. Smith, which yeah. is a monster. So they picked up Georgia's championship-winning defensive line. That's dope. Yeah. And then they went back to the SEC and drafted something to stir up their already good offensive line. Dope. Well, you're you're focused so much on what who they picked. Where I think they really won the draft is in a trade that they made during the draft. They traded their third round pick to Detroit for Swift to replace Miles Sanders. I am a Swift truther. I'm a Swift truther. And if they do not, I hate this because I, <laughs> I fucking hate it. I fucking hate the Eagles. But Swift is going to ball out with the Eagles. Yeah, I think he's ball good. out. I think he's. We're gonna see how good he really is with the Eagles. And they want to play him. Yeah, he's gonna. I mean, he's gonna be day one starter. He's gonna get a lot of touches. I don't. Yeah, this, for your this is only bad. This is only bad for what David Montgomery isn't David Montgomery that got signed there. That's it's the only bad for him. Yeah, because he was gonna be the starter, and he's not better than Swift. Swift is a physical specimen, and if Swift can stay fucking healthy, he'll be a monster. I'm not sure exact. I don't have it in my notes on who exactly they signed at DBs, but I know they added some depth at their defensive back to replace Gardner Johnson and Marcus Epps, who they lost in free agency. They added some youth to their own line because, you know, Travis Kelsey, not Travis Kelsey, yeah, Jason Kelsey's not getting any younger. Yeah, but they didn't get a center. The, I don't believe. The guy they got, Tyler Steen, uh, plays guard and tackle. He's yeah. very versatile. Yeah, well, I, 
to all the guards out there, take this with a grain of salt. That's the easiest goddamn job on the entire offensive line. It goes tackle, center, center and there's an argument there. I'm not going to bring it up, but tackle, center, and then guard can literally be played by anybody. I think, yeah, I, I would agree with that 100%. So you got help on both sides when yeah. you're guard. You're like, yeah, I got help. You only have to right. not mess up when you go up to the linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> or pulling. Just blow the guy out. Yeah. The first guy you see, that's who you fucking hit. That's pretty much rule number one when you're going to pull. But yes, they they got to, they got to, and that's what I was talking about out of Alabama. They got a freaking monster. Are you talking about Stein? Steen? Their worst pick, which was fucking stupid. Absolutely horrendous. Their worst pick. Here we go. They drafted the quarterback out of Stanford, (laughs) Tanner McKee. Why the fuck would you waste a pick to go draft this guy? Who won't make the roster? Why do you even roster? need a quarterback? He won't make the roster. He'll probably, yeah, he might. No, he's he not might. making. A, he he'll does, make the, he does he'll, not he fit that scheme. He might make the fifty. He doesn't. Make, he doesn't. Sixty-three. No, he's not. No, he will be. Thir- not, everybody cares a third quarterback. No, no everybody, one cares. Everybody cares a third quarterback. Not on the roster, but on the practice, practice squad. squad. He he might make practice team. Maybe. But to draft this guy is fucking stupid. You could have went. <laughs> You could have drafted a kicker here, and it's fucking better. He wasn't going to get drafted. I don't know why they thought they needed to draft I, him. Yeah, that that was stupid. When they drafted him, I'm like, he doesn't... You could have drafted... But he's still good. Son. He's yeah, good. I mean, I'm not going to argue that he's not a decent quarterback. And what's weird is their next pick right after, and I don't know if you know more, much about him, but Moreau uh, Ojimo, I don't know if I pronounced that right. I'm sorry if that's for this. Dude's a monster defensive lineman out of Texas. And I wanted him. I thought he was going to go in like the fourth round. He goes late in the seventh. Yeah, they didn't need more help. They already got Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. <laughs> they, they didn't need more help on the defensive line. They, yeah, they it, pretty much got that handled. It's saying that that's their best value. Like, from all the... I would I would agree. For, for value-wise, absolutely. I think he's a great talent at, what would you say, the sixth? Seventh round. Oh, seventh round. The 32nd pick in the seventh round. Oh, Mr. Irrelevant? No, there's more than 32 picks in the in, in the, the last round. Because the, the, like, the compensatory everything picks from or fourth whatever. on, yeah, because compensatory. I think it's like so 42. Those are, that's the worst fucking idea. The it's not that up. bad when your dude, team it, gets them. Yeah, when your team gets them. Dude, that was so fucking stupid. That pisses me off. That somebody can All have right. three third-round picks from who, not trades and shit. Who so stupid. had, and I don't know if you have an answer for this. I don't. We haven't talked about it. Who had the absolute worst draft? Oh, fuck. Uh, who absolutely had the worst draft? You really should have brought this up off the mic because I don't have an answer for this. If going right off the top of my head, a team that I can think of without pulling up who they drafted, I'm just thinking of very lackluster performances, was really Green Bay. I I don't think they they really made... the wide receiver. I was... So surprised because I think they had I think they had a shot at Najigba and they did not. Take oh, they could have took him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I was sitting there going like, here goes Najigba, he's gone, he's gone, and they didn't take him. And they didn't get Hyatt when they had a chance. Yeah, I wanted. Uh, I guess not deep diving because I was completely blindsided by this question. I would have to say Green Bay did a very lackluster job in the draft. I'm gonna say something that's gonna piss off. Fifty percent of our viewers, and I think the Kansas City Chiefs sucked. 
But they they've shown that they can shit the bed in the draft, and it doesn't matter. Oh yeah, for sure. But I, that that's I don't, the only reason. I don't, think, I don't think they drafted anyone worth mentioning. Like, I mean, okay, so Kansas State edge guy, Felix. I'm Uzma. not even gonna try yeah, that. That's a rough one. <laughs> and Deke Uzma. I don't. I mean, and I, I'm, big, I'm a Big Twelve guy, and I'm thinking, why? At the 31st pick, you couldn't have picked anyone else that's better than that. And then uh, Rasheed Rice, as wide receiver at SMU, uh, there was so many other good wide receivers on the board. Your guy that I'm talking about that I love, Josh Downs, win the third. I think he's way better than this guy. But what Rice, what Rice does bring is basically he's going to be their plug-and-play guy for Tyreek Hill. He's still that guy that can really stretch the field. But they already have Kadarius Tony. Kadarius Tony's that plug and play guy. No, no, because Kadarius Tony's going to be their guy that gets open across the middle. This guy, Rice, he's going to be the guy that just runs the nines, runs the go route, just to stretch the safeties in the corners. Okay, but hear me out. Hear me out. Other than what we said in the first round, the def- the edge, uh, Uzma. Which I'm just going to call him Uzma because it's way easier than <laughs> pronouncing his actual name. And then uh, Shamir Connor coming out of Virginia Tech. They drafted, like, okay, they only drafted two offensive players, and they all they drafted defense. But they didn't draft, other than freaking Shamir Connor. they didn't draft any DBs. And that's like, they're, they got beat over the top so much. I don't think they need DB help. I think they just need to grow what they have. Were, I think they, did they get a middle linebacker? No. They should have really thought about getting a middle linebacker. Like, okay, so... For DBs, they got Shamir Connor, which I think is a decent, decent player out of Virginia Tech. But it, it's also it's Virginia Tech. Let's be honest. And then they got Nick Jones out of Ball State in the seventh round. That, I, you know what? There's been there's been great picks in the seventh round. This guy's not N- not one of those. Me. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So they have to be trying to be thinking in their heads like, oh, the guys that we played as rookies, the two rookies that somehow. Well, good enough to take them to the Super Bowl is is good enough. Well, I think I think that uh, they, the Chiefs, have shown that one they don't need the draft to build. They are going to grow their players however they get yeah, them, whether some, it's from a draft, whether it's from free agency, whether it's from undrafted free agents. They're going to find them. They're going to grow them the way they want to. That whole organization, that whole coaching staff, that training staff. The strength and conditioning program, obviously, it's working. Obviously, Andy Reid and that whole organization, Hunt or whatever the fuck his name is, the GM knows what the fuck they're doing. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, in the last five it's, years, it's they know what the Andy hell they're doing. Reed. Andy Reid, that's it. That's that is really the only reason why I'm not even gonna acknowledge how bad the Chiefs' drafts was. I, I didn't guess, think honestly, if you go back and look at the drafts for the Chiefs. I would say like it's always lackluster, anyways. So I guess it's not a surprise. That, that, that's what I'm saying. I lackluster. Mean, that, that's why I didn't even really think of them. They might as well not draft. Their team is built so well and positioned so well. They don't. They don't need to draft players. They really don't. Andy Reid knows exactly who he's going to get and when he's going to get them. Like Rice, I think. He, I think they've reached for him. Oh. But yeah. he fits I, I that, think so. I think Rice is a third scheme. round guy. He fits that scheme so freaking well. There's no one else that they needed. 
They don't. Andy Reid doesn't give a shit about value. He cares who can help me right now. And Rice is that guy that can help him right now. Okay. Off the top of your head, and I have an answer, so you can think about this. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this question. Out of all the players, who was the biggest loser? And I have an answer for this. Out of all the players. Like, they got drafted. And I know this is a tough one. Like, what player, like, lost the most? I'm, I'm not 100%. Like, he, or what they team? probably got drafted and they go, fuck. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. I have an answer for this. Right, right. off the back. I'll give you mine. And you can talk. Max Diggin got fucking screwed by getting drafted to the Los Angeles Chargers because he will never play ever. I'm not going to disagree with that because <laughs> Duggan's not going to play a period in the NFL. It's just like when uh, Jake Fromm, me and you both oh, yeah. Jake Fromm guys, Absolutely. like Jake Fromm, got drafted to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo. He's never fucking playing. Oh, then he got then he got traded to, I believe, the New York Giants. Not going to play. Never going to play. And then he got traded again. I don't know where he's at now. Then... That this is what that's what Max Duggan's gonna be. He's gonna be like, oh, I'm he's never gonna, playing. I'm gonna get traded. I'm never playing. Yeah, Max Duggan's gonna be a journeyman. Yeah, that, absolutely. Oh my gosh, and he could have been really good. Like, I'm not saying like he's an overly good talent by any means, but dude has heart, and you know that because he had heart surgery post this season, and the dude literally was rushing like a maniac in that national championship game. Oh yeah. So. <sighs> I think he's screwed. He'll never play. He'll never play. I mean, I'm sorry, but Justin Herbert's too good. Unless Justin Herbert gets hurt. I'm going to stick with quarterback, but I'm going to go a little bit different route. Oh, here we go. I think Will Levis got fucking pooped off. One, one, because I think people realize that he's not that good. Two, he's got, he got drafted to Tennessee, who's trying to shop out every one of their fucking players. So he's going to show up to Tennessee with very minimal weapons, an O-line that gave up a good amount of sacks, a Derrick Henry that's getting old and they're trying to ship they're off, trying to ship him still. a wide receiving core that's basically a skeleton crew, and a defense that can't stop a fucking bloody nose. Can you name a wide receiver that plays for Tennessee? No, not anymore. Uh, I think Robert Woods still plays for them. And I know they have... And he's old and busted. Trayvon Burks, but Trayvon Burks is still a sophomore untested. So for Unproven. Will Levis to be in the green room day one, then get all butt hurt, go back home, and then get drafted the second overall <laughs> pick in the in the second round to Tennessee to a team that is just completely demolished. Hey, I will say this though. I will say this. Dude knows how to bring some hot honeys to with the draft. <laughs> tell me about it. I watched a bad lip reading on TikTok of the girl that was sitting next to him and rolling her eyes. Yeah, and, shit. and it was like. I was like, so where did Anthony Richardson go? <laughs> dude, that had me freaking die of a dude. I mean, even I don't I don't know who the older blonde MILF was. I think it was his mom. <laughs> dude, MILF. <laughs> Fucking bad. I just remember seeing these pictures uh from the draft and him sitting on the couch. I'm like, how does he have like three tins just sitting next to him dude, at yeah. all times? He's like, and it wasn't the same girls no. every time. Yeah, it flip flopped like in between like twenty and thirty minutes. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He was like, you rotate. Camera's about to come back around. Need another, need another one. Then he turns out to be a second round quarterback. <laughs> that's that's why the the hot brunette girl was like, where did where did Anthony Richardson go? <laughs> he said, I'm out. I'm out of here. But, yeah, you kind of surprised me by that. So that was the first thing that kind of came to my head is that Will Levis, one, he lost because he dropped out of the first round. Two, he lost because he got drafted to a team where 
he's going to see playing time, but it's not like if you're going to play for a team that's like that, you want to be drafted or first or second or third overall, a team that's struggling. That team, I mean, they're struggling, but they're struggling for a whole another reason other than they're just bad. Yeah, I, here's here, here's what I'll say uh, who really lost. ESPN analysts lost. And you know why? Because they're all stupid. Because I swear to you, no pick that they did in mock drafts or anything actually came to fruition besides Bryce Young and besides C.J. Stroud. And I think everything else they... Anthony Richardson. And Anthony Richardson. Uh, but besides that, I think they're like, we have no idea what's going on. I don't know if you thought that too by watching, but there was... No one knew what the fuck picks were going. No one said Atlanta was going to pick B. John Robinson. No one. Honestly, I didn't. I didn't watch a lot of uh, mock drafts or ESPN analysts for this and that and before the draft. So to me, it was all news. I like it. I like the fact they're wrong. Finally, finally, you can look at them and go, "They're just as fucking dumb as all of us." So what we should do is we should put an application to be. ESPN analyst. I don't want to fucking work for ESPN. They can suck my dick. I'll work for fucking ESPN. I don't give a damn. That being said, sponsor, no free sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work for ESPN. Come on. Pay I'll be me. working for Disney. We're working for the mouse. ESPN's I'm, owned by the mouse. Yeah, how much do they pay? And I get to talk about football all day? I, mean, I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Beat building I, airplanes. I heard, I heard Mickey is real tight. <laughs> Other than that, I don't got much to add to the draft. I mean, I think the Colts did well. I'm excited for the season. I'm sure you as a Cowboys fan, you're excited. But are you excited more now as a Cowboys fan after the no, draft? I'm less excited. You're less excited. You're... I think we were I think we were just as good going into the draft as we are going out of the draft. So you don't think that you as a team improved the way you would have liked to see? Absolutely fucking not. I think it. Dude, we had a chance to get some guys that I really liked. In the second round, I, I remember Jalen Howard was still on the board. No, he wasn't on the board. In fact, I remember that because all of our buddies yeah. texted us and was like, the Giants hey, got you'll him. be seeing your boy a lot because the Giants picked Jalen Hyatt. Yep. I'm like, oh, thanks a lot, you bunch of dicks. But listen, I've told you this. I've told you a million times. If the Cowboys drafted a tight end, it's automatically one grade down. Because I, in my opinion, think we had two starting caliber tight ends already on the roster, and I don't understand why they needed one. So I think they failed. And I don't I think I think by doing so You didn't say they failed. It was a C minus. They passed. Hey man, I guess C's get degrees. C's get degrees. My books, if you ain't got a B, you're a failure. <laughs> nope. C's get degrees. But also, I'm being really harsh because Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, uh, all these guys have done nothing but hit fucking park jobs. Like I, I don't think we've had a bad draft. It, it, once you go back and look at it, I don't think we've had a bad draft. So I'm being harsh now, and then you know six months down the line when the game's going on, I'm like, I really love this, dude. You're going to be like, oh, you hate yeah, it. It's a C-minus draft. I guarantee it's going to happen. I don't care. Right now as it stands, I don't think we got better. I think we just stayed stagnant. So, what about you? Or is your team better after the draft? We couldn't have gotten much worse, <laughs> to be 100% honest with Let's you. Let's say, other than the quarterback. Oh, absolutely. We got is better. your team better? Oh, yeah. The fact that we got Freeland makes us better. 
because our left tackle now is absolutely fucking atrocious. He gave up way too many sacks, way too many holding penalties, and it was fucking awful to watch. Mm, yeah, I love is. that sound. Josh Downs, you speak extremely highly of him. I think he's a good pick. I think he's going to start day one. I think he's a good addition, but time will tell on that. That is a late-round rookie sleeper that you fantasy people should be looking out for. Other than that, when your team has 12 fucking picks in the draft, <laughs> you fucking better get better. Dude, what does it, What I don't understand is, is I'm, I've been looking at these ranking lists now for like the past couple hours because you know we wanted to look at it before we started talking about this. There are so many teams that didn't have a draft pick in the first and second round. They're like, this is the third or fourth best draft. No, you are automatically down in the, the 20, the late 20s because you didn't have a pick in the first or second. I don't care if you got CMC 49ers. Your draft sucked because you didn't pick till the third round. Honestly, unless you were in the Super Bowl or late in the playoffs and you didn't get a first, second, or third round pick, you need the draft. So like you said, what, the Browns didn't have a first or second round pick? They didn't have a first or because of uh, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Watson. 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 So they didn't pick until the third, and the article that you're looking at so they had the sixth best? It said that they had the seventh best draft, and they didn't pick till 3-11. So the 11th pick in the third round. Yeah, no. And they picked, they picked Cedric Tillman, the second best wide receiver out of Tennessee. They didn't even pick, they didn't even pick the first best wide receiver out of Tennessee. Was Hyatt still available in the third? No, absolutely not. He, he was in the second. I'm pretty, I'm, he was late second? I am gonna say I'm 50-50 on that one, but 50, he, 50. he is definitely. There's no way Cedric Tillman got drafted. I, like, I know it was definitely a day two pick when we got that. The only reason I was annoyed is because like I kind of tried to follow the draft while we were playing golf, but also I wasn't following the draft while we were playing golf. We weren't playing golf when the draft was going on. We were at the block party at that time. Yeah, but we also were playing in that uh, little. XC tier. Oh, yeah, we don't yeah. talk about that. No, that we don't so have to stupid. talk about that at all. Because so I don't know where the wind goes from like zero to 20,000 miles per hour. And oh, there's no wind blocks. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. That That's for the next podcast, though. Oh, for sure. But uh, I wasn't excited about Cowboys draft at all until the seventh round. And that's basically, and we were just hanging out. So that's my excitement level for this year's draft. It's like I was like, ah, it's trash. Deuce Vaughn, okay, hey. yeah. One highlight in my mind. One highlight. Last closing statement, and then we'll go ahead and close this out. Deuce Vaughn makes the roster or not? A hundred million percent makes the Cowboys roster. Deuce Vaughn's playing this year. For the Cowboys. Yeah, he's he, seeing actual playing time. Yeah, he'll he'll start special teams 100 percent for okay. sure. Yeah, special teams. There is going to be game scripts where that little man is running the ball. Running? Lot. I think I think he's gonna be catching Hear the ball me in the backfield. This is I'm probably way too hyped about this. It sounds like it. I think you're way too He will be our RB number two. He as a seventh Woo! round pick. He will be our RB number two. That is reaching. I, I know. And I might be way too hyped about this. But let me tell you something, man. I'll tell you I, what. Well, I'm a Big 12 guy, and I watched, I because of the podcasts I did with my other buddy, I watched a lot of college football. 
And Deuce Vaughn had 300 attempts at rushing, and I never saw a bad attempt. And that is fucking wild to me. He had, like, when we were talking, he had, like, I think we talked about this. He had 1,700 rushing yards and, like, 800 passing yards. Receiving yards. Receiving yards, sorry. So he passed the ball, and damn, that would be fucking interesting. He can can run. He can catch. And he can can pass. pass. Yeah. Deuce Vaughn is my – I kept thinking he was going to go to the Chiefs because I kept hearing that from our buddies this week. Oh, we're going to go to Chiefs. And I was like, this sucks. I don't. I can't like Deuce Vaughn anymore. And then he goes, the Cowboys like, I can like Deuce Vaughn. Let's go. I did see that there w- was one mock draft that had him go to the Colts. I was like, ah, wouldn't mind that. But I think here's the only kicker, and I, you, you, the fact that you brought this up, okay, Jonathan Taylor, Tony Pollard. I'm not comparing the two. Jonathan Taylor's better than Tony Pollard, but scat back type guys. Is this Vaughn too much like Tony Pollard? No. Deuce Vaughn, although short, stout, powerful. Catch the ball. He can catch the ball. But what I was going with is that he cannot run as effectively between the tackles and break the same tackles that Tony Pollard can. Tony Pollard, over the last couple years, has put on some mass and his ability to run through tackles and not just beat you know, outside linebackers and safeties coming downhill, beat him to the edge. But his ability to run between the tackles has got him where he's at. Why he's going to be the running back one for the Dallas fucking Cowboys. Let's fucking go. Not Zeke. I know we're talking a lot about Cowboys right now. But I have to have your opinion. You're an offensive guy. I mean, you're a, I'm, defen- I'm you're an, a defensive guy. I'm an everything guy. guy. Actually, you're a defensive guy. But you, you ran a quarterback before, and you know how to run offenses. Is the fact that Dallas doesn't have an in-between-the-tackles-running-back a they problem? They do. I just told you. Tony Pollard, over the last couple of years, yeah, has signified himself yeah, sure, with the sure. ability to run between but he's tackles. Not that, but yes, yes. Now, now if you're asking sure. me, can he, at fourth and inches, always get you that yard? No. No. I mean, he still has to have a solid push from his offensive line. But we watched Zeke, who at just got point, blown the but, fuck up. I, you know what? I really it starts pissing me <laughs> off when people start saying that shit. I'm just saying, dude. I I want I, Zeke I, I just want, get blown I up at the fucking line. Dallas, okay, and this might be totally, and this is bullshit, but because I've heard it, there might be a reunion with Zeke, and I know everybody's heard this stupid bullshit. It's not gonna happen. No. Nah. But I want so bad for him to come back and get like some sort of redemption because that last play. That the idiots blown this shit up. I will never hear the end of that of him being a terrible fucking player because of that fucking play. Because Kellen Moore is a goddamn idiot, and he deserves so much fucking better. After all the years he's played fantastic, that's his last play as a Dallas Cowboy. Him getting blown the fuck up and giving up a sack. That is always going to be my go-to for whenever you say. Zeke was a great pass blocker. Every time I'm like, oh, yeah, does that so look like he, so he did annoying. really and good? I feel like I get it. You know what? All of us Dallas Cowboys fans deserve a little humble pie. But that's that's the one thing that's fucking annoying. <laughs> but no, I mean, to answer your question, I think Dallas has a great run, a really good running back. In Tony Pollard. You were about to use my word there. Yeah. Well, great running back over they, there. They got a good, a really good running back in Tony Pollard. 
He can stretch the field and get outside the tackles. He can catch the ball in the backfield. His pass blocking and protection is okay at best. No. But his ability to run between the tackles has definitely increased over the last couple of years. I think that – so uh, hear me out. They drafted a fullback. Uh, I feel like that guy's going to take a seat spot of pass blocking. The only problem with that is of when, course, when, you yeah. know, when you know he's in there, you know it's going to be a pass if yeah. it's out of gun. Unless but, they got two back in. And no offense to Tony Pollard. Boy can't block. I wouldn't be surprised if we see Tony Pollard walk in this season 10 pounds heavier. Now, hear me out, though. Hear me out. Oh, yeah, he has. He's, he's getting a little weight. Hear me out. Two tight ends set. Tony Pollard and Deuce Vaughn in the backfield. Let's fucking go. <laughs> now we're fucking scary. First of all, if you hand the ball off to, to Deuce Vaughn, uh... You might not even see the fucker until he's that's in the end true. zone. That that's what I'm hoping for. Two tight ends set monsters. Oh, here we fucking go. Here we fucking go. What a what a, what? The two tight end set doesn't work in the NFL. Dude, I'm Works telling you right now. Double tight T for the win. All right, so you have Deuce Vaughn, you got Tony <laughs> Pollard, and that new fullback. No, and uh, Turpin, Turpin time, Turpin time, baby. Who the fuck is that? Javante Turpin. He's our returner and a slot wide receiver, basically. Why are you going to put him in the backfield? That dude's fast. He makes fast people look not fast. All right. Well, I don't have... I can't even rebuttal that. that my head <laughs> is spinning was, with all the a, stupidity there was going a good, on. There was a good 10-second Cowboys nonsense there at the end that... Uh, it's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. Other than that, that's our draft wrap-up. Cody, you got anything else to add? Thank God no one was stupid enough to pick that loser, bust quarterback, Will fucking Levis. That's all I got to fucking say. He did get picked. No, no, no. He got picked in the second. No team was stupid enough to draft him in the first. Well, we'll see you guys. Hopefully, the season's going to be kicking off in a few months. Four months. Yeah, in a few months. No, it's five or six months, but yeah. We'll see you guys next week. We'll keep the party going on in here. You guys keep the party going on out there. Let's ride.